how much influence do the feelings and opinions of the people in your life have on your decisions? What about your dreams? How often do you find yourself not doing the thing because you're worried how someone might react? I'm Amy, a life coach and personal growth mentor, and this is Roots Change, a Grow With Me podcast. Today's episode is obviously about how other people's opinions about your life can shape you. A little bit of that. And also just how human it is to take into consideration the feelings of those we love. That is so natural and there is nothing wrong with it. But sometimes it stops us from following our dreams or doing the things that we really should do because we're worried we will disappoint somebody else. There is no better way for me to show you what I mean than to let you eavesdrop in on a little coaching. Last week, I had the opportunity to interview a wonderful gentleman named Shad. If you did not listen, oh my word, Go back and listen, and then what we talk about today is going to make a whole lot more sense. Shad shared a really wonderful story about a moment in his life that to other people could have seemed small, but because he went home and reflected on it, It meant the most. It was a point in his life where he really started to create change. It made him look at his life in a different way. And the conversation is quite intriguing. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I ask every single person that comes onto my podcast if they are interested in a little coaching. And to my delight, he said yes. I'm always a happy lady when I get to do the thing I love to do most, and that is coaching. So get yourself in a comfortable spot, grab yourself a cozy something to drink, and listen in to a conversation between me and Shad about a decision he has to make in his own life. My guess is you're going to resonate with some of what he says. I definitely do, and I hope some of what you hear will help you. When we first talked, I offered some coaching, if you were willing, and it sounded like you were. You had said you might like to learn about some mental and emotional blocks that you still have after going through your story of clarity and transformation. So what does that mean to you exactly? Why don't you tell me what you're speaking to? Yeah, I think, you know, as much growth as, you know, I may have gone on in the past, you know, a couple of years, I feel as if there might still be things potentially holding me back as much of the self-awareness work and I've done there's maybe still some emotional blocks that may prevent me from seeking out certain aspects when it comes to 
relationships, when it comes to how I perceive career, things of that nature. And so I'm just kind of curious to see if there's particular ways to really dig into those mental frameworks or emotional frameworks I might have that are considered blockers or would be considered blockers for me personally, I'd rather say uh, that are still holding me back because I don't know if, if there potentially might be. I feel as if there might be, but I haven't really explored it enough. I would say if you feel like they might be, then there are. And I'll tell you that that's totally yeah. like me. Same. Me too. And everybody <laughs> else. Because growth is an ongoing process. It's a never-ending thing. Like we'll always be growing no matter how old we are. That man who you saw, he was, you know, in his early 60s. He still had some growing to do. He just had a lot of wisdom. So is there, why don't we talk to like something more, like something more specific? Is there like one certain area that you want to dig in? Yeah, I think, I think maybe some of my cultural upbringing, I think I, I've been able to, for context, disassociate myself with some of the cultural norms from my own upbringing, upbringing as like a Southeast Asian though I think there still are some underpinnings that may be somewhere deeply rooted that as much as I tried to disassociate myself and just have a more holistic view on things that I think still niggle away at me when it comes to approaching different areas, when it comes to career, how I go about finances, how I go about relationship. Uh, as much as work I've tried to do, I still feel as if there's something niggling there. Those pesky roots. <laughs> <laughs> they get you every time. Okay. So is there one particular, so I, that isn't specific enough. It's specific, <laughs> but it's not specific enough. Is there one specific area inside of there where you feel like a resistance? Is there anything that's coming to mind? Resistance. Do you know what I mean by resistance? It's just that... Yeah, it's, I feel as if there's a component where being able to maybe, like if I take an example, like career-wise, if I were to like drop everything that I've done up to this point in my in my professional vocational life and just completely 180 everything, how would I go about emotionally processing that decision? Because I think a lot of times, what happens is I still think in the back of my head that, you know, like my parents, they were both immigrants. And so there's a lot of deeply rooted story of, you know, they came here to provide for a good life for myself and like my younger brother. But at the same time, they aren't maybe secure in themselves. Like there's still some aspect of me caring for them being immigrants coming over here. They provided their entire life for our own livelihoods but at the same time so do you we want to also give back like you owe it to them to not drop mm -hmm. everything okay mm -hmm. so, i think that's a common thing yeah so that is that's where you work so it's like what does that mm -hmm. mean so why do you like why do you actually feel like you owe it to them just because they came here to make a better life for your family? I, th I think I would say, yeah, because they came here to make a better life. And the fact is that they did end up making a better life 
for you know myself, my younger brother, and our entire family. So would you agree or disagree that they did a complete 180 for themselves by doing that? By uprooting where yeah. they were? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Do you <laughs> think that they would have a hard time understanding you making a similar choice or do you feel like you wouldn't be supported? I don't know if it would necessarily feel as if I wouldn't be supported. There would obviously be maybe some resistance at first. And I think a lot of my upbringing was maybe centered around like being able to please people. And especially I think those closest to me when, so it comes to like parental figures probably being like top of line in terms of supporting you in decisions so uh, there would probably be some resistance, but I think eventually they would like come along, come, come around to the actual complete 180. Um, and yeah, maybe it's like helping them see a new way of doing life as well. Like they did something similar and it's maybe in a different lane, if you will. It's not the way they went about it, but there's like a com- same conceptual idea, but it's in a different lens or perspective right, so yes yeah. it's in your perspective it's for it's mm-hmm. because this is your journey not their journey you are part of their right. journey but they aren't they're there because they're your parents and they are a part mm-hmm. of your journey in that way uh but it's different because you can't reverse the roles do you know what i mean and can you imagine yeah. what it must i don't know if their um, family was present or not present when I don't know what that dynamic was when they made that change, but I can just imagine how much fear and trepidation I would have knowing that my child was taking their spouse and leaving what they've always known, leaving me, I guess, to go pursue Mm -hmm. a new life that they felt in their heart was greater. Do you know what I mean? So I think, right? Isn't that normal to have that? Just because right. you are, you're always, you'll always be their kid. Do you know? And I yeah. can almost guarantee that parents usually, most parents, always want what's best. And mm-hmm. yeah, we sometimes, as humans, put expectations on other people. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, sometimes the resistance that we give other people is out of fear or out mm-hmm. of the things that we weren't like, just because we're scared, we're scared for someone else. Or just because we don't believe that we can do something, we kind of like deflect that on other people. But it's, you're right. Eventually, people usually come around. So what's the absolute worst case scenario that you can fathom? If you uh, if you totally do a 180 and change the trajectory of your career life, which is only like one little small piece of you, by the way. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the worst that could happen, in all honesty, it is like there's a complete separation you know, of that, of that tie in terms of completely somehow not being able to see eye to eye. Like th- there'll be like some semblance of, I guess, the relationship there just through, you know, that child parent dynamic, you know, from the get go. But I think the fondness, if, if you would, if you would, would be completely more or less gone 
if you will. So that would be like the worst case scenario, but the relationship at large wouldn't be complete, completely severed, I would say. So they might just not be very happy. Yeah, I guess that's the simplest, <laughs> simpler way of putting it. Yeah. Probably worried that you're making a mistake. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which it isn't, it's just fine. <laughs> we can worry, mm-hmm. you can worry about people making mistakes too, and you can worry about your parents making mistakes, but at the end of the day, the only person we're responsible for is, is our life. So what's the yep. absolute best case scenario you can possibly think of? Best case is you, everything pans out, the career becomes super fulfilling on a personal note that, you know, currently may isn't really there. And, you know, the, my parents are like the biggest champions and supporters, you know, behind me and everything. Everyone's rallying around me. And, you know, it feels as if you never missed a beat with what was going on. If anything, everything just becomes accentuated to even a higher level, a higher degree. So that's kind of... <laughs> that is yeah, the, the dream. I'm over here like, yeah. I want some of that. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so when you think about it, clearly you have something in mind. I can see it on your face. And obviously we, we wouldn't be having this conversation if you didn't. So when you think about this shift in your life and doing something that you feel is tied to purpose. And I'm guessing that's, it has to do with that because purpose, you use the word purpose driven um, a few times in our talk. And so I feel like, but I could be wrong anyways. So when you imagine your life through the lens of older Shadman, <laughs> how does it feel when you are doing it? Have you have you taken time to yeah. imagine? I haven't taken enough time, but you know, just even right now, kind of thinking about it, it's crazy the amount of choice and freedom that I think comes out of that type of a lifestyle. I think being able to feel empowered by doing so many different things being multifaceted and building out a platform like like you were kind of speaking to doing some some writing some speaking type of engagements things of that nature right uh creating that sort of like a platform and being able to just all around feel as if i could do what like that older gentleman did on a on a on you know maybe a bigger scale but at the same time just like that one-on-one interaction with someone as seemingly insignificant it might have been in the moment, but being able to have those interactions on a regular basis. So that's what I can kind of see. But yeah, definitely need to kind of visualize it a bit more. Yeah, I would visualize it and allow yourself to feel like what it feels like. But I can see that you are because I can see it in your face and in your body language. And I also want you to know that you're already doing it. Like already, I, you haven't told me what it is, but I feel like obviously my intuition is you already have your toes in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have your toes in the water. You're just maybe afraid to like get past your knees or something because it's cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. you know what the they per- say, if you just get in and deal with the cold water all it's- at once, your body gets used to it quite quickly. That's true. Um, That's true. So what if you just 
started talking about this dream that you have for yourself, this vision that you have for yourself. And you talked about how exciting it's going to be when you make the transition and just start talking about it like it's something that's going to happen, even if you if even if you haven't like flipped the switch and made that choice. Mm-hmm. What if you start talking about that like often, like with your family and you just start mm-hmm. helping them see how much positive emotion this is creating in you and how this is something that you truly want and will be good at. Mm-hmm. No, I think that'd be a perfect way to go about it. I think, yeah, that's the key thing, actually. Now that I think about it in terms of not vocally expressing it, maybe that would just help me reinforce the idea. And yeah, then just kind of speaking it into existence, like you were mentioning with others around yes. me. And yeah, exactly. It's like you're letting them be- know, but you're giving them time to get used to it. Right, right. You're not like quitting your job and like, just like, this is what I'm doing. I mean, there hopefully will come a point that you do. But I'm just saying, like, if you just act as if now and warm them up to the idea and work through all that, because you're going to have to work through it because obviously your parents Mm -hmm. are important to you, but they might surprise you. What if you think about the best case scenario and you're okay and know that and trust that you will work through the worst case scenario should it happen. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. Like being able to, like, like you mentioned, I've already dipped my toes into it. I think it's like also helping. You're in the water right now with me. We are in the water together. Exa- yeah. <laughs> I think it's then just getting uh, get myself comfortable as others start dipping their toes and in, into it as well and, and bringing everyone along on the ride and, you know, right. getting all of us jumping in together. That's right. And you know what it's going to do is you're going to become more confident in, in your choice. The more you talk mm-hmm. about it, the more comfortable you feel talking about it, the more real it becomes and the more confidence you're going to build. So when it's time, mm-hmm. you're going to feel better about your decision. Right, right. That's all I got when it comes to this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about any block or anything like that. I think that what you're, I think that's a normal thing that everybody would go through. It's just about taking small steps and doing little things to make it more real. And because how your family feels about your choice is important to you, taking them alongside the journey and letting them see through their child's lens how much joy this is going to bring. And mm-hmm. if the best case scenario is what you get, man, celebrate your parents because you're like, <laughs> you got the needle in the haystack. <laughs> but <laughs> know if there's some trepidation or anything as a mom of four, I can say that is to be expected because we worry about our kids. Period. We want the best for them. And all those little things that we weren't able to do and all the fears that we had sometimes (laughs) deflect on our kids. (laughs) So I hope that helps you at least this much. No, it it definitely does. I think, yeah, I think the vocalization part was something that was definitely lacking. Say it to yourself, write it down, say it out loud, hold yourself accountable. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. I loved our time together. 
I so appreciate you coming on to the Roots Change podcast and sharing a piece of your story. I'm I'm 100% positive it resonated with people. What is one thing that you want to be the last thing you leave on our <laughs> listeners' ears? I would just say, yeah, the one thing is just, I think the whole theme of this entire episode was like as much fear and trepidation you have and the current moment of wanting to explore and experiment in that one area that you've always had an inkling, a small little desire to try out, just take the small little steps to warm yourself up to the idea and you'll be surprised at what you end up finding as you take the small little steps. You know, all of us are taking small steps every single day, but you know, maybe they're not in necessarily the right direction of where we want to go. So, you know, that one thing that interests you, just take one small little 1% of a step towards it and then just see if those small little steps avalanche into something bigger. Yes. Have the courage. Listen to that man. I wish I knew his name. Have the courage to take a step. Small step, big step, they're all steps. I hope you enjoyed today's special podcast episode. It was wonderful interviewing and coaching Shad. He's an amazing guy. I hope you do go to his website and check him out. It was in the last episode, but I'm going to include it in today's show notes as well. This guy has a mission to help others, and so much of what he does aligns with what I'm hoping to accomplish through the Roots Change podcast in my coaching business and honestly just overall in my life. The more people standing up to help others rise and grow and work through the things that need to be worked through, the better. Collectively, together, that is how you create change. All it takes is one person. Roots change, and it happens with every choice you make. Until the next time, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are capable of anything.